You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. My name is Alan. I am the host for today. And we're going to get the show started. And we're going to talk about the Olympics. Uh, this past week, there was a report that the, the country of Japan, uh, they declared a state of an emergency uh, due to a COVID outbreak. Um, from what I read in reports, approximately 15% of the population is vaccinated. But guess what? The Olympics is still going to take place. It's just without spectators. So the question is, should Japan really be the one to host this event? You see, it's all about the money. You have to understand, countries that host Olympics tend to make a profit and it gets and tends to be viewed as a destination for vacation at that time. So should Japan? No. Y'all need to lose it. If y'all can't have fans, the whole premise of any sporting event is to have the fans fear, to represent their country, to yell and scream and to cheer. And you're taking that away and you fail to get your country to be vaccinated at least 50%, 15% automatically should be disqualified. Move it to a country that has at least over 50% vaccination rate. I think the United States have 49. And I did see, um, I think United Kingdom is up there with 48. So I think those countries should be considered. It's short the good thing about these, this the good thing about that is that these countries already hosted an event and you could push it a year back. You know, it don't have to be every four years. We're already off the schedule. So Japan, I'm sorry, Orogato, it's over. Give it to somebody else. Yeah, I think it's just too late to turn back. Um at this point because they postponed it already. So now I just think they're gonna go ahead with it with Japan. But yeah, it's just because of the revenue involved. There's a lot of things involved in this. They're going to keep it. But on a personal note, I wish they did postpone it because, number one, I feel like they gypped Shikari. Um, and I would like to see her run the Olympics. So if they pushed it back and extended her time for the track that she can run, it would be nice for me. Remember, too, that we're going to probably get into later is I don't want to see this USA basketball team as simple as it is right now. So. <laughs> for those two reasons, go ahead and postpone that thing. Uh, definitely not. I mean, unless all the players are going are, are vaccinated or are trying to be safe. I mean, it just seems like you're going to a hotbed. But once again, I mean, should the players have gone to Brazil for the Olympics four years ago when they had the whole mosquito thing going on? Seems like there's always some metabolic, some diabolical thing going on around the Olympics. Uh, but, you know, Japan needs that money. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's like a huge boost to their economy. Like if you land the Olympics, I'm sure like the Olympics transform Atlanta. So uh, I think if the Olympics comes to your city, all of a sudden you become something more than you are. So the, I'm sure Japan is desperate to have it. And that's why they, they're locking everything down. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be reminiscent of the bubble, honestly, uh, for the for the for the FIBA players and for the other people. It's probably reminiscent that, you know, it's probably going to be lonely. Um, so had an appropriate joke, I'm not going to say, but, um, hopefully they are able to bring maybe their wife 
or something just as they go because it's gonna be lonely. I mean, he can't really talk to anybody, can't really go around anybody because I'm sure they'll be wearing masks during competition if you know, so all protections are gonna be in place. Uh, and then what happens if someone catches COVID? Like does that does that mean you lose your best players? I mean, America really might get screwed up because you know our guys would be like, I'm I'm going out free free willy. So is that is that why James Harden declined for play this year, Evan? Yeah, he 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 said his Jap he he don't need to see no Japanese shippers and uh he don't he he's not worried. Uh he don't want to protect himself anymore. So he's in Paris with uh little Uzi. Is it little Uzi? Little baby. And I definitely agree that um they should push it, but I don't think that they're willing to push it back another year again. And like Kelvin mentioned, like I hope they did because, or they would, because we want to see Shikari like run the run hundred. So I was like, may the odds be in her favor, but at this point, without having spectators there, I mean, where do you expect the actual revenue to come from? Just sponsors and that's it. So, I mean, it's going to be real interesting to see just how everything plays out with that. Um, but it's just gonna it's gonna look weird like it's really just gonna look weird to just watch everything granted here in america we've already seen like a lot of sports without fans for the most part of like the past year but like i feel like something about the olympics to where you have all these different uh ethnicities and nationalities of people coming together like rooting for their teams just brings a whole different vibe like kind of like when you're watching like the Euro Cup that's been going on, right? You got all these different kinds of people rooting for their teams and everything. And the energy, the energy, like just from watching the TV, you can feel the energy. And then also you can see that being translated to the field too. So it's just going to be weird to watch, especially because it's the Olympics. So I don't know, man, it's just, it's just sad. Uh, But let's transition. Um, as Kelvin mentioned, uh, we have the Team USA basketball team uh, in Las Vegas against Nigeria. Uh, they lost 90 to 87. And, you know, I didn't watch the game, but I had to review the roster and I had some questions. And I'm like, is it time to panic or should we just be patient? with this team because they've never really played together before. And so is it time to panic? Man, this, this, oh, yeah, this bothers me. It bothers me because this is on many levels, but let's start with the first, the first problem I have. I feel like it's a level of arrogance with the United States, just because you have a lineup right here that really doesn't consist of no, traditional point guard on your roster at all. Then you have no big men at all. Your biggest player is Kevin Durant. Um, and he's not gonna be down there tussling and bustling for rebounds and block shots or anything like that. And you're putting too much pressure on that man to be a rim protector, a scorer, and battling people on rebounds. It's like ridiculous. So I, I just feel like the way the, the lineup was constructed whoever put it together just did a terrible, terrible job. These international teams, they have, the other part of it is the international teams too, 
they play for the name in front of the jersey. So you're going to have guys playing out there that, you know, that played in the last past two Olympics. And it's going to be a bunch of big dudes, a bunch of bruisers, and they're going to go hard for their country. You know, the U.S. just doesn't take this thing serious enough for me. And it just doesn't matter for them because they already paid. Um, they already got the name and they, and they represent their brands. Uh, kind of rightfully so more than the name in front of their shirt being from the communities that they're from. So I'm kind of torn with that too, but I just, I just hate the way the team's constructed. I agree. This is ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. You let Nigerian Nigeria beat you. Wake up. This is giving remnants of the, the of the fell team. Remember the fell team that we had to we had to bring the redeem team? The same thing. I think they lost one exhibition game. And then that's when it, the wheels fell off <laughs> off the horse. You know, yes, they had LeBron James and Carmelo Young guys, but Larry Brown didn't want to play them. And this is the remnants of hey, we take any star, we're cocky, like Kelvin said, we're good, and, and we're just gonna do. And I saw the highlights. Nigeria was not playing. They literally ran Dan Tony's system on them. Ran up, stopped, three seconds or less, we're taking a three, and it was hitting. I think they shot 33 three-pointers and made over, made well over 25%, 30% of it. I can't remember exactly. It's like 17, eight, no, the United States were, were less than less than 20 They made at least 23s, I know that. Yeah, know 23s that. out of 33. And, and and you didn't know that. And and if you saw it most of the time, the United States was walking up. And this is on defense. And Draymond Green, the best defender of this century. What happened? What happened? What happened? Nothing. This is the problem I have with these arrogant U.S. They don't play like Kelvin. They don't play for the name of the jersey. And they'll play for the name in front of the jersey. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Take the game seriously. Put your grits, grits into it. You know, you might as well send the under-19, under-19 team. They're destroying people, beating teams by like 70, 80. And they're having fun, and they're beating them up. Send them to represent both the U.S. They're young enough. They can play both the men's and the under-19 team. See, this is embarrassing, man. So It's such embarrassing. I wonder if even, a, you know, it's coming it's coming to a place where pros aren't asked to start playing for the national team. And we had... Uh, a couple years ago, we watched and 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 stars like I don't feel like playing. I don't feel like playing. I wonder if, and maybe not, but I wonder if some of the, if you could uh, some of the top prospects from college and have them play. At least they would bring more excitement and energy. But also, I think Kevin brought a good point. You have to construct a roster of complementary pieces, pieces that can play basketball together. You know, it it it's 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 a little bit like. They expect it to be like the Brooklyn Nets. You know, talent just trumps all. But, you know, one, the world is catching up. I mean, uh, Kevin brought this up earlier and not today, but in, in an earlier podcast where he talked about looking at the top five. Actually, might be a text message to the group. Looking at the top five uh, players in the MVP rating, ranking, a lot of them were not coming from the U.S. I think maybe, maybe just LeBron was from the U.S. And so... You know, as the NBA is becoming more global, you're going to have a more competitive FIBA and Olympic tournament. You know, a couple, you had uh, one guy, 
uh, who played for for Precious, who played for um, Precious may not be his name, but um, Miami Heat guy. Talking Miami, about Miami Miami Heat guy mm-hmm. playing playing for Team Nigeria, um, and you know people are gonna keep coming. I mean, you have MB from Cameroon, you have uh, Ben Simmons from Australia. I mean, Australia has a lot of NBA players. If we're being honest, so you know the world's gonna, the NBA is gonna take very seriously. Um, well, Team USA is going to take very seriously who they're recruiting and who they're bringing in to play for the NBA. I agree with everyone. Um, man, I was looking over this roster and I was like, who's the facilitator? <laughs> I'm like, all right. Thank just, you. Like, I'm just, because when you think about it, even going back to when it comes to re- the Redeem team, like you would still have like a Jason Kidd, a Chris Paul, a Darren Williams, someone who's able to create for others. Like they don't really care for scoring, but it still felt like an all-star game at least. And as I thought about it, I was like, well, the reason why those other teams fit well is for one, they played with each other when it comes to all-star all-star games so they already got a feel for how each other plays then on top of that it's like it can easily translate on the court from uh all-star games to FIBA that's why the James Harden Kyrie KD kind of just instantly gelled it's like all right we've all played with each other before especially with this new format that they have and a lot of these cats be playing in like the Rucker Leagues Drew Leagues um the crossover leagues like they all play with each other so they kind of got to feel how it each other plays and now that you have all this new blood a lot of these cats never played with each other before and also with the talent the talent gap starting to shrink when it comes to the international it's like yo like y'all gotta learn how to play together now granted uh Devin Booker Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are supposed to join as soon as the finals is over but Will that really make a difference? They need to get Lamella Ball. They need to go get Lamella Ball. That's what they need. Make, it's going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference. I mean, listen, we can't panic over one exhibition game. I get that. That's how it started with. Right. No, no. I understand. I understand that. Mike Brown was the coach over there in Nigeria, too. They took, they take that, they took that exhibition game a lot more serious than the U.S. did. There's some factors in there. But it's still worrisome that you guys still lost to a team that is totally out of your league. In sense of, you know, the talent. Let's say the talent gap is getting closer, right? Let's let's say that's true. Um, somewhat it is true, but everybody on that U.S. team are max salary players in a league. <laughs> in a league, you know, what I'm saying of the best players in the world. It's not the best players in the United States. So these guys are the best players in the world, max salary players. And you guys are playing or losing the guys that's on the bench. Because Nigeria had a few NBA players or former NBA players on the team. Um, yeah, because I think they got two guys at, at Miami, I think. So, but but the point is, you're max guys. Like You're supposed to be the top, the cream of the crop in the world. So these even these low-caliber NBA players on these other teams, they're supposed to be your, your guys that's coming off the bench for you, you know, or your practice dummies. So the fact that you losing to them is embarrassing, man. So I was just totally embarrassed. Like, like, like Alan was saying, no bigs. You got to have at least two, a, a big or two on your lineup just for those bruisers. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's going to be out there just for the hacks. 
And then, you know what I'm saying, no point guard. Dale Lillard is the combo guard. His mentality is to score. You can't have five players that's got mentalities to score on the floor together, man. And I'm looking at that starting lineup. No defenders. Only defender on the starting lineup was a band. And I'm like, yo, that's that's just, I just don't like, it just make everybody look bad. From Popovich to whoever, uh, whoever the general manager is of the team. I don't know who it is. But these guys look all pathetic right now. It's still Jerry. It's still Jerry Colangelo. Uh, your boy isn't hold on wasn't his son the one that came up with the trust the process situation or was that somebody else no his no son, he didn't come up with it he no 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 he no, tried he to ruin the process of, yeah yeah he he his son is the one who the one son is the one who kd did had had burner accounts and got busted for for leaking player information on he brought media. in faults right wasn't he the one that brought in faults when they brought in faults yeah. and didn't draft tatum right well, we're going to see what happens uh, moving forward with this. I do know they have another game coming up, I believe, tomorrow. So I'm going to actually try to watch it. Um, I did find out that in my DNA strain, I am 29% Nigerian. So technically, I didn't lose. I still won either way. Um, but that concludes another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes <laughs> podcast. Y'all be easy. We out. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.